Hey everyone, how's it going? You have found the Essential Questions for Educator podcast, or what I call EQ4E on Spotify. Hey, if you don't mind, if you like this stuff, share it, you know, keep listening, like it, do all those things. <laughs> I'd appreciate it. Hey, that new bumper music, uh, that is from my dad. He is uh, in his late 70s. He is knocking on the door of 80. Uh, former IBM guy, electronic engineer, but most recently, <laughs> most recently in the last 30 years, he has worked on sound engineering, um, both, uh, well, sound engineering is sound uh, audio, but he also does video work and uh, production uh, for churches, actually. So he's worked for a number of churches and done a little bit of consulting himself. And he he listens to my podcast from time to time. So uh, I was asking him about bumper music and he's like, yeah, I, I think I get your vibe. I think I can find something for you because uh, I just made up the other stuff. So uh, thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. All right, so this week, got about 10 minutes with you, but I want to talk about some of my recent consulting experiences because I think uh, they're very compelling, at least to me. They impacted me greatly, and I just wanted to share with you guys. Gosh, I guess the essential question for this that, that, that is intended is, what can I do if I'm stuck? I mean, we're all going to get stuck at one point or another. Uh, like, what can you do other than, you know, access your typical resources, talk to friends, talk to colleagues, talk to your PLCs, you know, uh, uh, quite honestly, some of the best advice is the teacher that's next door or the administrator that's next door or the one that you, you know, get along with the most, you know, go in, shut the door. Hey, <laughs> got some issues, whether you're a fellow assistant principal or, or a teacher or a teacher leader, it, it doesn't matter. We all get stuck, I think is the point. So what can we do? What can we do? Well, I encountered a group of individuals at a school that I was working at recently, and uh, we were doing peer observations for the first time, and many of them had never done peer observations, so they were nervous. And I was like, guys, it's okay. It's perfectly fine. Uh, one, one of the things I do is I go in and I model instructional strategies in schools that I work in. And I'm like, guys, I've, I, I'm still nervous. Like when I do that, it's, it's okay. It's okay. So we went through a whole process of, uh, you know, the initial, the initial meeting, the pre-meeting, if you will, uh, where the teacher is going to be observed, talks about what they would like feedback on. And I had done some work with the individual teachers as well. So I've kind of helped them design and hey, I might be co-teaching with them a little bit if they're uh, super unsure about the process. I'm very willing to do that. But anyway, uh, we've got that pre-meeting, then we go in, we observe the strategy for about, I don't know, 15, 20, 25 minutes, and we have feedback uh, mechanisms to help the feedback be safe and comfortable, and, and you know, there's a way to offer different perspectives without saying, well, you should have, or why didn't you, you know, things like that. It's it's just techniques that I teach groups. And so uh, we do that, then we go back, we, we meet, ask the teacher who did did the new strategy, oh, hey, you know, how, how do you think it went? What would you do differently? All that. Then we offer our suggestions on Post-its, we give them the Post-its, and then there's a, a moment where we all kind of try to reflect what we just saw and how it might relate to our own practices. It's a really cool, really cool process. But sometimes, as a consultant, I recognize when I'm very mindful and I'm paying attention, I can recognize opportunities. And recently I was in a group uh, with a group where I recognized collegial nature of this group. And I said, you know what? I think I'm going to go for this. 
So I was like, okay, guys, based on what we just talked about, uh, does anybody have anything that they're like that's bugging them that they're 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 stuck on that they would like some feedback? And someone had offered up something that they were struggling with. So I I, I taught this protocol. I call it the stuckness protocol. That's stuckness protocol. It is not in the dictionary. Uh, stuckness. I think I made that up at some point, but hey, people remember it. So what happened is I I, I was like, okay, do you mind sharing and getting uh, some feedback uh, as we brainstorm? You know, help you brainstorm solutions. So the protocol is this. Uh, step one is the person who is seeking uh, the advice from a group describes the situation. Step two is what you might think it would be. There's clarifying questions from the group. But then step three and four is kind of where the magic doesn't always happen, but I've always noticed there has has been some good things that come out of it each time I've tried. So step three is the person um, removes themselves from the group. Now, they don't leave the room. <laughs> they don't go out in the hallway, but they remove themselves from the group physically and they sit outside the circle. Oh, I didn't mention that. One of the important setups that I can do, if at all possible, is I get them seated in a circle. So there's maybe four, five, six of us around in a circle. There's no table in between us, nothing. We just kind of put our, I always say, get your knees about six inches apart. You know, so it's a it's a close circle. It's a community circle. But if you have a table, circular table or a rectangular table, that's okay. But if at all possible, I ask them to circle up and, you know, be together to, to, to brainstorm for their colleague. All right. So then once the colleague who has come to the group with a uh, stuckness has explained it, clarified it, you know, clarifying questions. They scoot their chair out of the group and they have some paper and a pencil and they, you know, take some notes. Now, what do they take notes on? That's step four. Step four is the magic sauce, as I say sometimes. Step four requires the group to take on the stuckness as if, as if it were their own. They take it on as if it were their own. So if I brought in the stuckness and then I removed myself from the group. I no longer exist to that group. So I get to listen outside the circle as the group brainstorms what they could possibly do for their stuckness, the stuckness that they took from me. So this has the potential to be a phenomenal experience. At the very least, it's like, okay, you know, if you're outside the group listening to some things, you're like, okay, you know, I've tried that. I've tried that. Oh, well, that's an interesting thing to say. You know, it's a brainstorming session. And then the final step or the next to the last step, uh, step five is the stuck member then comes back into the group. And the idea is not to go around and say, well, you know, you said this. And so, you know, I've done that before and you said this and, you know, that's, you know, we don't do that in this, you know, in my subject. No, it's not like that at all. It's just you share, you share how your thinking may have changed or what has challenged your thinking. It's a really cool process to hear some, a group of people talk about an issue and then you come back in and there's gratitude. There's like, wow, this, I'd never thought of it that way. So it, it's really cool. But sometimes lightning strikes and it did the other day and oh oh i'm sorry the last step is you just debrief the process hey was this helpful did, did this did we did we all get something out of this okay but the lightning i was in hawaii and on the island of Kauai, and there was a new hawaiian language teacher i say new he was in his first few years and he was like okay i've got my year ones and twos and i'm rolling into year three 
and I really feel I like I need to up the rigor. And so I, you know, I, I just need a way in my mind to really enhance the experience of my year threes and eventually my year fours. And so how would I do that? Now, here's the thing. <laughs> he was not talking to any other foreign language teachers. I was part of the circle. There were some math teachers that were part of the circle and some science in this particular group. So we had a foreign language teacher asking math and science people how to teach foreign language. The stuck teacher removed himself from the group with a pad of paper. And after about 10 minutes, he had two full pages of notes and ideas. At one point, I I had invited the administration to come in and watch because we tried it earlier and it it went pretty well. We tried it. We tried the stuckness protocol earlier and it had gone pretty well. So I I sent a text to one of the assistant principals. I said, hey, if you got a chance, come down, check this out. I think it's it's, it's a powerful process. And so she came down. And at one point in the process, when we were discussing potential solutions, brainstorming potential solutions for our year three foreign language class, as if it was our issue, the assistant principal and I made eye contact. And it was that moment where we were like, holy crud, can you believe what is going on here? We had hit lightning. And we had hit, when we used the stuckness protocol earlier in the day, we had hit some awesome advice and some awesome suggestions. But I'll tell you what, by the end of that, when we brought the uh, Hawaiian language teacher back into the group, he was so excited. He was like, oh my gosh, just just one example uh, is uh, this particular school is getting a new kind of jumbotron for their new gym with uh, live and recorded video capabilities. And they're super excited. It's a point of pride. It's. Um, I was talking to. I was talking to one of the staff members who's not in charge, but part of that process. And she was like, "We're going to have the only like jumbotron of this type on any of the islands." And we're so excited and we're so proud. So one of the solutions was to have their students, his students, his year three and eventually year four students, do quick ten to fifteen second announcements in Hawaiian, in in their native language. And it was just like, he he was like, oh my gosh, you know, the foreign language teacher, Hawaiian language teacher was like, I didn't even think of that. That that is so, yeah. And so I, you know, debriefed with them and I went to uh, the, the staff organizer and I explained what had come out of it. And she was excited, he's excited. And it came from this stuckness protocol. Whew. It was an amazing experience that I just had to talk about. So, I mean, that's it for today. I just wanted to share that positive, amazing experience. Uh, expose you to the stuckness protocol. It may be called another name. It is very unique. Hey, if you enjoy this kind of stuff, if you like listening to it to from work, I don't know why you'd listen to me while you work out or, or anything like that, but I, I hope you find this valuable. Again, if you find it valuable, I would ask you to share it. I would ask you to like it or do all the things. Uh, on Spotify, on social media. That kind of helps get the word out on this. Okay, so that is it for today. This is William Brooks with Essential Questions for Educators Podcast, EQ4E. I hope you have a great week. All right, bye-bye, everybody.